This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Okay, I want to share some interesting tidbits with you right now that you may have seen some of on the internet during the week. And uh, some of these things, I think, deserve a little bit more looking into. Uh, They say that now 50 million people around the world consider themselves to be content creators. Hmm. So that means that 50 million people, uh, a significant number, that's probably like, I'm going to take a wild stab and say the population of somewhere like California, maybe not quite that big, but it's a lot of people. Um, They consider themselves to be creators of internet bits and data and bytes and videos and commentary. Well, let's face it. There's a lot of helpful videos out there, funny videos. Right. That is content that's created by somebody. And right. you see the amount of videos Here's and what entertainment I think. we have now? I think there are people who are absolutely content creators, Hawk. Mm-hmm. But just like photographers, there's people who have a camera built into their phone and then there's photographers. Mm-hmm. And the people who have the camera built into their phone calling themselves photographers isn't the same thing. Okay. So it's kind of like these content creators. If I made one video that showed how to put in a door lock, I'm not a content creator. I'm a guy who made a video that was helpful. Uh, okay. Whereas if someone made 50 videos on how to install different things around your house, that guy's a content creator. Well, okay. All I've That's noticed technical. is my, like if I post anything of me, it gets four likes. If I post something on my dog, it gets so I'm like, all yeah, right, Coda, yeah. you're my ticket. Your dog is a content creator. <laughs> yes, you're he, not. He is my 401k. There you go. <laughs> well, you know, and I thought that we we're kind of content creators. And then yesterday, boss asked me if I had the bird flu, and I'm like, well, I, I, no, I don't. And he said, well, I just heard the show today, and you laid some really rotten eggs. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, so <laughs> add another one to the list. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, good news is that we have just finished up our two least favorite months of the year. Mm-hmm. January and February are the least liked months of the year. I agree. April is the most liked. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And December is the most divisive. Uh, I, I, I talked to Tori about this, and I'm almost the opposite. 
I love January and February. Really? I do, because every year we go on like, at Christmas, okay. we go on a vacation. Yeah. We come back, and I know that the next two months, we're not going to do squat. You're not even going to get out of the house that much. Well, I'm talking work, <laughs> home, all of it. It's like no one really wants to do much during January and February, so... That means I don't have to do much. I thought it was comical. While the songs were playing, Tori asked you, how much do you get outside? Like, I was yeah. like, what is this outside you speak of? Every day he comes in and he's yeah. like, I was playing this game yesterday. I uh-huh. was doodling on my computer yesterday. I was laying on my bed yesterday. I said, have you ever seen the sun? Do you realize you are already living a virtual world? <laughs> you know, you're living vicariously through games. He's living in the year 2040. He's ahead of all of us. I am a content <laughs> consumer. Okay. I, I consume the content that everyone else is creating. Okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, I think... I take vitamin D capsules <laughs> to make up for the sun yeah, I don't get, yeah. and I'm okay with that. But what's your favorite month? I, I told you I like I, January. I My favorite is December, though. I love Christmas. Mine's October. November. Why okay. October? Because of the fall. Halloween. It's like the fall. My birthday's in October. Yes. The Halloween stuff like Just that. I don't know sad. why. I will say when I was single, I really liked Halloween because that's a great time of year to pick up on chicks because they rest, dress up in those <laughs> raunchy outfits at Halloween. Oh, goodness. I am glad that October is before November because I will not be fitting into any Halloween costumes after Thanksgiving. Wow. Ooh. See, I, I, <laughs> to me, those last three months of the year are awesome because there's great parties and food. That's pretty bad when you're like, does this Halloween costume make my butt look I know, good? right? <laughs> you're like, is it supposed to? Dress up know. like an inflatable and they can still tell you ate too much. Yeah. <laughs> all right, and Hawk, I think you mentioned this earlier in the week. The tooth fairy payouts have hit an all-time high yeah. of over $6 a tooth. Yeah. Up 87 cents from last year. I mean, how is, I know inflation hit hard, but how does it go up that much in a year? (laughs) Yeah. Tooth Fairy teaches our kids that we are to get paid for body parts. (laughs) <laughs> which is weird yeah. I mean honestly you should be able to though it's like we're supposed to be free people able to make our own choices yeah. and if we want to sell a kidney we should be able to my kid's digging in their ear with a Q-tip putting it underneath the pillow <laughs> waiting for the earwax fairy that's weird <laughs> I've taught them well oh uh, no um, what's interesting too is it depends on where you live kids in the south get the most with almost $7 a tooth mm-hmm. kids in the midwest only get 5 and a half dollars a tooth so there is a gap depending on where you live yeah i said there's a gap, a gap. Uh, <laughs> i get it um but it, i think also when it comes to that i think the parents age has a lot to do with it i think parents lock in at a early age of how much they contract with the tooth fairy for and so the parents are like if they have kids that are a certain age they're like five dollars a tooth and that's what it is but then if they come along later, the parents are like, oh, it's $6 a tooth now. And those kids get $6 every year. Yeah, you see them in contract negotiations with a tooth fairy across the table with the parents. <laughs> Makes <laughs> sense if you think about it. With all the uh, inflation, it probably does go up every yeah. year. Sliding that paper across tooth fairies like, no, nope, can't do <laughs> no, that. can't do that. I need like, more money. Like, come on, my yeah. kid really needs this That's money. Yeah. It's for their college fund. That's good. All right. Well, those are some things I wanted to share with you. Um, there are a few more that we'll get to later on in the show or tomorrow but very interesting things going on it's the hawk and tom show on b93.7 you know when you wake up in the morning there's two things you think about first is you're like when can i come back home and take a nap when you wake up this early 
And the second thing is uh, I think about, I know Tom thinks about breakfast, <laughs> but I eat my breakfast. Then I think about lunch. So what do you do? What do you do when you have your lunch break? They ask people this. These are the most common things people do on their lunch break. A couple of them surprise me. First thing is that you eat with a coworker. 37% of people said they eat with a coworker. I've done that. Yeah, I've done that too. You know, I used to do that a lot, but then, I, I don't know, once you have kids and wife and all that stuff, you tend to stay at home more. Kids. Well, once y'all got married, I was done with y'all. Yeah, well, I'm back at it, so if you want to go to lunch, I'm good. It's <laughs> wow, hot up today. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> Unfortunately. Okay, eating by yourself. Most people say they do that on their lunch break. Uh-uh. I need some scissors. Okay. So when, when, do you ever eat by, by yourself? Like Sometimes yeah. if I'm really, really busy and I have to work through lunch. How about if you go to a restaurant? Does that look weird? Now, nope. I, th- I think with the cell phones, you can get away with 20 it 20 years ago, it was a miserable experience. Yeah. <laughs> now you just sit there with your phone and you hope no one bothers you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I usually pick it up and take it home. Okay. But I have sat at a restaurant probably three times in my life by myself. All right. Most common things people do on their lunch break, 33% said they run errands. They'll go out, you know, uh, pick yeah. up some clothes or go shopping or do something. <laughs> but you can get in trouble that way because if you're going shopping, like all of a sudden, like, man, look at the time. <laughs> Tell me about it. Working next to an Ulta, get me in trouble financially and with the boss. There you go. All right. Checking personal emails and messing around on the Internet. That was next on the list. You do that during work, okay? Yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah, don't, don't ruin your lunch. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> don't waste your time. Exactly. And then 10% of people do this, which shocked me, on their lunch break, they go to the gym and get a little exercise in. It's you know, mental disabilities. <laughs> I mean, people have it. And Bless then them. last on the list, take a nap. About 5% go take a nap in their car. Sometimes they'll crawl under their desk and take a nap, but that's what they do on their lunch break. I learned the value of napping in college. Yeah. That up until then I didn't like naps. And then in college you're like I am going for I got that one hour break between these two classes and yeah. I go and I lay down and get that hour nap. Listen, I do that in car line picking up the kids sometimes <laughs> and the teacher come pick on the window like Okay, you're, you're doing it wrong then. <laughs> my wife does That's, that but she sets an alarm. I've got a picture of my wife with a blanket over her head in car line, yeah. but she's got an alarm set so that she won't hold up the line. Yeah, the alarm is the car behind you bonking the horn. Yeah. No, 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 it's the teacher going, you. Yeah. hello. No, I thought it was just a school bell, you know. Yeah. It's the end of the school day. The bell goes off. Well, I can't hear no, it. I don't know if they even oh. have it. It's not loud enough out there. Yeah, but I've, I've dozed off in car line before. You've dozed off in here. I have. <laughs> I just did. <laughs> <laughs> was this that boring? Yeah. That was interesting. Oh. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, it's a banana cream pie day. Huh. Yeah. Mm, yummy. I could eat that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a grown man just said yummy. I don't think you're allowed to do that, are you? I didn't do it. You did. After you buy bananas from the store and you take them home, they ripen like like within two hours. It's pretty weird how fast, right? <laughs> I just buy fruit to make it look pretty in the kitchen. I think them and avocados have a... a game going to see who can ripen faster and then go bad and you know what there's all kinds of ways people like to eat their bananas like i liked mine very you know fresh almost green and but some people do not like that you got the green ones you know and then you got the greenish yellow bananas and you have the yellow bananas then you have the brown spotted uh, you know bananas Mm-hmm. Then you got the liver-spotted bananas that are kind of growing. They're getting older. And then the brown bananas, and then the, just the dead black bananas with gnats all over them. I use bananas to show my kids the circle of life. Oh, do you really? Yeah, it's like, this is Grandma. 
Oh. This is me, <laughs> and this is you. Yeah. And does any of them ever get eaten? Oh, yeah, we eat them. Oh, do you? Okay. Not, not all of them. There's some of them that rot, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they get wrinkly and black, that's when it's time to let them go. I haven't worked the eating them into the whole circle of life yet. That's okay. cannibalism. The circle <laughs> of life. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. You know, if you're older, you remember when airplane flights were kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. People would dress nicer for them. Now, this is going way back. Yeah, it's grandpa, grandpa and grandma. Okay, and mm-hmm. then even in my age group, I remember when they served decent food on airplanes. Oh, yeah. And people made fun of it. They said it wasn't great, but when you got on the plane, you're like, this ain't too bad, really. I could eat this. Yeah. Now, I, they're lucky if you get a bag of chips and or a of peanuts and some friggin' uh, Coke, you know? That's in first class. Mm, just about. <laughs> but um, one thing people forget is you can bring food on the plane with you. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of the times you may go through a fast food that's on the uh, runway cafes and everything. It's kind of funny. You can bring on, you know, like a liquid or something, but you can't bring on your shampoo and wash your hair while you're on the airplane. Right. Well, the theory is that uh, the Coke you bought at McDonald's has already been through screening of some kind, yeah. I guess. Oh, yeah. But uh, you get on the plane and you sit down and you start eating and everyone looks at you and they're thinking, man, I wish I had thought to do that because that looks good. Mm-hmm. And I've done it before. I brought McDonald's or Burger King on the plane with me and sat down with a cheeseburger while everyone else was, you know, fighting over peanuts. And mm-hmm. I felt like I was the richest man on the plane, right? You know, you're like <laughs> king of the world right then. Mm-hmm. But this guy took it to a whole new level and i gotta give him some props on this he brought a rack of ribs on the plane (laughs) with him an entire rack of ribs with french fries and i think a potato there's pictures to prove it yes (laughs) yeah look at his belly his belly's going over yeah (laughs) over that a little bit now he had to be creative to get those on how do you mean well, he's got some kind of unusual box. I think that's it's, what they came in. Really? Yeah, hmm. I think so. It says something about happiness on the okay. box, so I think that's uh, part of the... I'm sure he bought it in the airport. <laughs> like, was he shoving ribs down his pants and getting through security? <laughs> the TSA dog is like, uh, sir? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think he bought this at one of the restaurants uh, on the runway or yeah, whatever that yeah. is. They got some fancy ones sometimes. At the gates. And he, um, he brought it on. But now here's the thing. Ribs may be over the line for the airplane. I mean, because that's messy. Very messy, yeah. I'm all for eating anything you want. Now, I don't think you should do, and they actually are discussing this online now. They're, they're coming up with things you shouldn't do. Okay. Seafood. Uh, well, if it's stinky. Well, yeah. I mean, because you, you don't want to take the whole plane. All those people. Right. That's just inconsiderate what that is. I mean, maybe a fish sandwich you can get away with, but... I don't know. Yeah, I can see that. Bring some Brussels sprouts. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no Brussels sprouts. <laughs> the worst when anybody's cooking that in your house. My husband gets mad when I make them. He's like, it smells so bad in here. It's right the opposite of brownies. Brownies smell so good, but then, you know, that's what you do. You're mad at your spouse just to cook some Brussels sprouts that day. Now, they asked people about some other foods that you shouldn't bring on the plane with you. People said egg salad. Uh, yeah, uh, I, guess. Which, I mean, eggs can smell pretty stinky. Boiled eggs, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Uh, crawfish boil, oysters, 
And someone wrote a large bowl of beans, and I'm thinking they're talking about the aftermath, maybe. You're halfway <laughs> yeah. over St. Louis, and all of a sudden your stomach starts rumbling. I just don't recall seeing this type of food on a plane. Well, that's the point. No one sees ribs on the plane either, but this but guy did it. It's so bad that it's, we get, I mean, it's come to our attention that we can't eat, you know, sloppy food. That's why I'm considerate, and I just bring those little travel bottles of alcohol because nobody smells oh, well, them. <laughs> I think they yeah. have them on the plane. They're expensive on the well, plane. They are, yeah. And they're not travel bottles. <laughs> <laughs> so what's, you know. what's the other word for it? Baby bottles? Ba- minis. Minis, minis, minis bottles. okay. Uh, but they actually asked people some of the other things. and um, It's like fun-sized candies. <laughs> <laughs> I have fun. Yeah. Someone mentioned an entire rotisserie chicken might be a little much. I don't really see a problem with a rotisserie chicken. Uh, but if You know what? If It depends. Is the guy or girl sitting right down next to you? That's a problem. If they're sitting there with wet naps and a big old rotisserie chicken. And I don't see a problem. And some of the spits coming out on you. Ew. I would only have a problem if they use my clothes to clean their hands. But or, or if they got in my space. Yeah, but honestly, just give me a bite and we're cool. I don't care. Wow. I'd be like, you going to eat all that? <laughs> but uh, they yeah. also said sloppy joes. Don't see a problem with sloppy joes. They're sloppy. They, you're <laughs> spilling meat all over the plane. and you're As lap. long as you're keeping it in your lap, it's yeah. your business. That's disgusting. I think corn on the in. cob is mentioned. That does have a tendency to fly yeah. as you're biting in. Uh, and most tuna. of these, tuna is very smelly. Shrimp cocktail, I don't see a problem with shrimp cocktail. It mm. doesn't smell bad. It's not real messy. And be honest, most of these while you're driving, too, would not be good. Okay. Sloppy Joe's rotisserie chicken, you're trying to spin <laughs> that big. You know, your steering wheel, and it keeps, you know, your hands keep sliding off. People said a uh, large burrito. I don't have a problem okay. with that either. Yeah. Tacos would be way worse. Tacos are so messy. And one person said a raw onion. Oh. That's not cool. <laughs> eat it like an apple. Don't eat a raw onion on a plane. And then they turn to you, hi. <laughs> <laughs> What's like, your oh. name? <laughs> you All come right. here often? Well, um, well I guess. That, well, to see this picture of this guy, I cannot believe. Honestly, I've not seen a spread like that <laughs> on a plane ever. And most of my Thanksgiving dinners. <laughs> I will say the weirdest one was a large jawbreaker. 64% of people said they would not eat a large jawbreaker. 36% said that's a great in-flight snack. I don't even begin to understand why they mentioned that one. Well, my kids, they have like those big gummy worms. Have you seen the world's yeah, the giant largest ones? gummy worms? I've seen the bears. The bears yeah. are like a barbell sized. It, it took him three weeks to eat that. Is that safe? Little guy. <laughs> I will say that it was interesting. It yeah. was a good, interesting experience after facts. Just Whoa, saying. what do you mean? <laughs> that, it looked like a gummy worm. Oh, my. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. With our group therapy this week, mother-in-law wanted to go to the bachelorette party. Yeah, that's crazy. Party! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thanks for everyone that's helped us out with that group therapy. I want to talk about the, your mother-in-law right now, your mama-in-law. Oh, man, we really have to. Yeah, well. She gets mad when I do. Okay, so I have the worst traits of mother-in-laws. Four out of ten women 
say they have an uneasy relationship with their mother-in-law. Now, Tori. No, oh, no. I, okay. Because <laughs> I, I don't know that about you. What's What's your relationship with uh, John's mom? We do get along really well, but he is her firstborn and he's her only son. <laughs> so there are times where I'm like, come on, Jill. I need you to be on my team on this. Oh. Wow, you called her out. Yeah, so but she's awesome. She always takes John's side. She doesn't. It's just yeah. like sometimes she babies him a little bit. Like, okay. you should get his food. I'm like, he has two working legs. He's fine. Okay, so I'm going to go through the worst traits. You can grade your mother-in-law, or if you are mother-in-law, you can take the test here. You sound like a great daughter-in-law, Tori. <laughs> He's alive. He's doing well. Yeah. I'm throwing food at him. <laughs> food and water. It's like a sea lion at the zoo. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. I'm laying in bed playing a video game on my laptop, and my wife brings me up this plate of grapes mm. and says, you want some grapes, honey? And you sound like a spoiled brat, which I'm a little jealous. <laughs> so running wow. through, here's, here's, and um, at the end of it, I'm going to say a, a few things you should never say to your adult kids. As a mother-in-law. Okay. okay. Now, I'll wrap it up with that. But here's the worst traits. They say, sharing their opinions on how to raise your kids. Yeah. Um, That's know, something you really need to stay out you of. You just got to be careful. I mean, there's certain things you can talk about, but they're, you know the big things you mm-hmm. might want to Here's check. the only thing you should say about your, your kids raising mm-hmm. their kids is you're doing a great job. On the <laughs> same note, criticizing your mothering skills. If it's the guy's mom and he's criticizing her mothering skills, that's a problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the bad thing is there's some mothers who need that, but it won't help. So criticizing them is just going to make your relationship bad. It's better to talk about them behind their backs. (laughs) I'm okay with with the next one, and that is giving uh, your children too much junk food. Grandparents just do that. You know, they just give the kids sugar. They don't care because they're only there for a couple hours and they send them back to you. Get them all sugared up and send them home. All right. Not listening. That's a mother-in-law worst trait. Hmm. Yeah. I guess. I mean, that's annoying with anyone. Okay. I I agree. Um I mean, that just doesn't have to be a mother-in-law for that. Uh, yeah, yeah. But what does so. that mean in terms of, no, I already have their outfit picked out, or no, they're on a special diet? Like, I guess that depends on what the level is. And what, it, yeah, does it involve you saying, like, don't let them do this, and then you let them do it? Okay. Yeah. Here's a good one for you, Tori. Okay, mother-in-law's worst <laughs> traits, saying they know more about the, their son than you do. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I we, raised him. I, okay, I had him for twenty five years. You've only had him for two. And you know what? She's not wrong sometimes because he asked me about his medical history the other day, and I was like, "Are these things I'm supposed to know as a wife?" So he had to ask his mom, and I was like, "I feel like I failed." Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I think the mom knows certain things about him, and you know certain things about him, and there's some of those things that never cross each other. Well, I had to be the one who was like, ask your mama. I know she knows. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anything that she says about your weight or him, you know, you know what? Is he losing weight? You need to feed him more. She (laughs) called him out last Christmas. She came up and touched his little tummy and said, honey, I guess Tori's feeding you well. (laughs) I was like, golly. Okay. (laughs) my feelings. Mother-in-law's worst traits, tidying up as soon as they get to your house. So (laughs) she starts straightening things up or arranging things or dusting things off or even kind of doing the dust test with her finger. They like to move things around. And it's weird. It's like they'll move things five inches. And I don't and I don't even know why I'm OCD enough to notice it. But I don't know why they do it either. I had a friend whose mother-in-law came in and actually rearranged this whole kitchen, put things in different 
cabinets and shelves and told him I, I changed it around better. That was me when oh. I was married. That was you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Peanut butter goes, should be here. <laughs> okay. Uh, declaring you need to get started on my grandchildren. What is, oh, Mother, try, they're wanting you to have yeah, kids. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that's a big deal. You're not getting any younger. I, I, <laughs> I think that should yeah. be forgiven. Okay. Because that's they, every mother-in-law is going to say that if you wait very long. They want kids. My mother, my mom was like, take your time, sweetie. I'm like, Ma, what are you trying to tell me about my sister and me? All right, criticizing your outfit or what you're wearing. Mother-in-law's, uh, that's the worst trait, you know. It's just rude. <laughs> well, it is. It Unless is. you're dressed like a hoochie, and she's like, I don't want a hoochie married to my son. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. Criticizing meals or anything that you prepare because you don't do it from scratch. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So here's the things. As a mother-in-law, you should not say to your adult kids, I have the perfect name for you, baby. <laughs> oh, you hit a hot button topic on that one. I thought like you could say that, but you better be able to back off whenever if they don't choose it. It's like you can say, hey, I got a great name for you to consider. Okay. That's fair. You're doing it wrong. That's one thing you should not <laughs> say to your adult kids. Truthfully, though, she's probably right. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> My mom does that. She's like, yeah, you should do it like this. Uh, you... You have to spend the holidays here. That's something you should not say to your adult kids. And the reason why, it puts so much pressure on them. Let them kind of figure it out because they got all kinds, especially in divorced relationships where you're going to see about 40, 11 parents and grandparents. <laughs> yeah. It's tough during the holiday season. Okay. Are you going to let them eat that? That's yeah. something you shouldn't say to your adult kids. Yeah. And don't be so uptight. That's because you know why? You're a grandparent. You don't have these kids <laughs> around you 50 hours a day. Yeah. yeah but it's also because <laughs> it's your first rodeo, and they now know that it didn't matter as much as they thought it did. And I don't know how long my days are, but it must be longer than most people. <laughs> 50 hours a day? Where did that one come from? Some days it feels it like does, it. It does feel like that. <laughs> Sometimes I get in bed, and I'm like, how in the world did I make it through that day? You're like, I'm glad it's Friday. Oh, it's Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 